podcast my name is Arya Alaverdi really pleased to have you all here with us um, for our 197th episode we are going to be analyzing the Iran against UAE match which ended 2-1 to Team Ali uh, they're all also now in the quarter f- in the second round uh, which they will be facing uh, Syria uh, so we'll come on to that later on in the episode but today we've got two special guests uh, for this episode. We have Arya Nourizadeh uh, at 29 United. How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. Good to have you on. Obviously, Arya, you're part, you're part of Global Bazan. You've been doing our videos and our and, and whatnot. But also, you have your own podcast. Uh, you have your own podcast with Airfon. Can you just quickly go through that? Yeah, so... um. My friend Erfan and I, well, he's also in the on the on the Golbazan podcast. Yeah, we decided to make a, I guess, sort of an Asian football podcast all around, not just showcasing Iranian football, but just the whole continent. And um, yeah, uh, we're on Spotify, on YouTube. If you guys want to check us out, it's the Asian Football Show. And um, yeah, we'll be pleased to have you guys there. Excellent. And uh, another special guest we have today is a good friend of ours, UEFA A license coach, based in Sweden. Uh, lots of uh, knowledge, lots of experience. Uh, Benjamin Naziri, how are you doing, my friend? I'm fine. Thank you for having me here. It's going to be fun. Good to have you on, Benjamin. I uh, really appreciate um, your time. Uh, okay, let's start off uh, then. Uh, first of all, Iran uh, had their, their last Group C match. They won Group C. That's three wins out of three. Uh, nine points on the board. Uh, which is what we were expecting from Team Melli in this group. Um, also, um, yeah, that means UAE uh, finished second and Palestine finished third in that group. Uh, all teams, all those three teams have gone up to this uh, round of 16. Um, let's speak about the first half. Uh, Iran um, comfortably controlled the game. I don't think UAE had a lot of pressure. We'll come on to UAE in a second. I want to start with you, um, Benjamin, regarding Osmond. Uh, in the first half, uh, we saw him, him miss quite a few kind of clear chances and in the second half as well where he missed a very big chance in the kind of 85th minute. What did you think of his um, his kind of lack of uh, his goal-scoring threat in the, in, in the full game? Yeah, of course. As you said, he he missed a few chances, but I think like you you have to you like switch the the focus as well because uh, he he comes to the chances. You know, a striker needs to come to the chances in every game. Uh, I would be more concerned if he he didn't get the chances. But of course, like he he has a tendency in these games, especially to to miss those big chances. I remember when I was watching the. Uh, 2018 World Cup. I was in St. Petersburg. It was the same thing against Morocco. You know, when he gets the big, big scoring chances, he's he's not clinical. But but I think um, 
in the end, you know, when, when you see a striker who comes to the chances, he, he creates chances. In, and, and of course, he, he's, he's like his playing style is he runs a lot. He runs a lot. It it creates fatigue for a player. Uh, you maybe don't have the sharpness in those uh, situations because of, often when he gets those chances, he has a big run before that. You know what I mean? It's like a 20, 30 meter run and then he's probably a little bit tired. Uh, those mental aspects as well, you know, when you're tired, you're, you don't have that sharpness in your in your technique. Thanks for that, Benjamin. Uh, Aria, on that as well, uh, obviously, um, you know, a couple of times, you got the assist though for Tarami. What do you think of Osmond's performance? I mean, it was his first start, right? He was, uh, he was slightly injured, but um, nevertheless, I wasn't expecting him to, to, you know, contribute directly. I think he did still quite well. I would say he's been Iran's, one of his best players for sure. Uh, and, and, what I want to say is, listen, it's okay if we, you know, do this against teams like the UAE and Hong Kong with all due respect, right? But when it comes to teams like Japan, South Korea, Saudi, these sort of teams, you can't uh, miss these chances. You've got to be clinical. You've got to put these in the back of the net because if we don't, we're going to get punished. Um, and, you know, we, we've seen that. We've seen, if I remember well from Osmoon is, um, I remember against Wales, actually, uh, there was this one chance he had and I think he hit the the, the, the post, was it? So... Those type of chances, they don't come often. He's, he's got to be more clinical um, because we're going to get punished if he doesn't. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I would agree with that. I think, you know, the, the, the kind of first half, you got a header opportunity from Kodos' uh, uh, corner, um, kind of head it over the bar. Second half, he was through on goal, goal and, and he hit it wide. Look, Osmond's a, a very key player for us, uh, regardless of, of whether he missed chances or not. Uh, you know he's got an, he got fantastic assist to the, uh, for for Tarami. We'll come on to in a second, um, but before we do that, I want to speak about Goizade, uh, his his impact on this game. Uh, Ali Goizade had a fantastic game. You know, again, it's actually his first appearance in, in the uh, in the Asian Cup. Didn't even get subbed on against Palestine and Hong Kong. Um, he played very well. You know, he he had great. Um, link up play uh, with with Kaidi, with Kodus, with Moharami on the right hand side, who again will come on to as well. Uh, as you've got his his um his uh, kick there in the background, Aria. Uh, no one can see it; it's just me on the screen. But <laughs> you can explain it in a second, Aria. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, Kaidi's impact on the game was very very impressive. Um, I I thought there were times where you can kind of understand why Kairos chose to play him uh, in the World Cup ahead of Jahan Baksh. Um, you know, I think even though he's been he's been out for a very serious injury for a long time, hasn't played a lot of football in Poland with Lech Poznan, but you can still see his quality. And I really like the um, the combination of Gaidi and Kairosade on the wings. I think they give a great balance, but also firepower going forward. Um, Benjamin, any thoughts on that? What is his performance? No, as you said, I think um, uh, he and, and Radi was re really good, uh, especially in the first half. I think the first half from, from against UAA was, was good. And, and uh, to to keep on going on the Osmond uh, thing with Golizade, that in the first half, if you look at the game from a de defensive perspective, you can see that Asmun, Golizade, Gaidi, Rodos, Ezatolai, Taremi, they lock 
the UAE's uh, build-up play all the time. That creates creates like uh, for Osmond, he he works really hard in locking and and uh, locking on on one side. So he so I think like uh, we tend to speak a lot about the offensive impact players have. Uh, Golizade has really good offensive impact, but defensively, first half when I when I I watched the game and I watched it over again. You can see in the first half we lock them down all the time and create like a, a a flow of the game that makes that we can dominate the game. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I think you're right. Defensively, they were very solid, um, very very solid, especially as you say from the front line going backward. Arya, um, he got a goal. What is it there? It was disallowed for uh, obviously offside by a, by a, by a kneecap. Or maybe even not a kneecap, maybe the skin of his kneecap, you know? Um, and it was almost an assist for uh, Safi. What do you think of Koyza's uh, performance? Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate. In another game, maybe it would have been given as a goal. Um, and, and we're going to talk about some of the things that happened in the game later on. But I think he was uh, a breath of fresh air. Um, I know people within the Iranian football space have been screaming for Hoizade to, to start or just get some minutes. And I think with this performance that he just provided us with, I think he needs to start every game now. Um, I think he's done a lot more than his compatriot, Mr. Adireza Jahanbash, which I don't want to get too harsh on him. Um, but um, I think I think he's shown who he is, what he does. And if he continues like that, then we'll get very good, very successful with him for sure. Yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah, I, I'm really excited to see what Quarizo does uh, in the rest of the tournament. I'm glad that he got a bit of a rest actually the first two games now because uh, he seems to be ready now to go to the to the round to the next rounds. Um, want to move on to uh, Parami's first goal uh, again. Quarizo was involved in the first goal, uh, like 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 the little pass to, to Osmond. We've got a great kind of outside of the foot uh, Ibrahimovic style. Um, through ball into Tarami, who just placed it into the bottom corner. Uh, Arya, you know, when you look at that goal, look at the kind of, uh, again, the impact of Koryza does on the goal, Tari, uh, Osmond's assist, uh, the link-up play, uh, the one-touch passing. Uh, does that make you excited uh, for the following rounds? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, if if Olizadeh, Osmond and, and Tarami can, can link up like that, they can, you know, they can always do it against... Um, some of the teams that we're going to be playing against for sure, they're a threat, right? And I think the national teams that we're going to be playing, Bahrain or Japan, whatever, I think I think they're going to be aware of that. So it's just a question of can they do it against the bigger opposition? Because that's ultimately what's the most important. And um, like you said, the Osmond's just, he's, he's that guy. Like you don't expect him to always do these type of things. Um, but when he does, it usually does work, which is why he's so impressive sometimes. Um, and he, his pass was very similar to one of the goals that um, was done at Roma. I don't remember who scored. I think it was Lukaku, maybe. I don't remember. Um, but he's just that guy who's, you know, very sneaky sometimes. He does those sort of passes uh, that the opposition won't really, you know, try to calculate. And if it does work, um, then, yeah, it's, it's devastating for sure. Yeah, what, what do you think of the timing of the run, Benjamin, as well, from, from Tarami? You know, that kind of, because it was a little bit of a, it was quick passing. You need to be clever to time the run. What did you think about that uh, from that sense? 
Yeah, I think that the whole goal, if you look at it from the from the from the beginning, it's it's pure quality. You know, it starts with the it starts with the long ball from UIA that we force, and we win we win the ball in a, in a first duel, and then from that, it's it's pure quality. It's Kolizade, Osmund, and Taremi, and that and in that moment, you can see the quality that that Taremi has as a player. You know, it, maybe what what uh, compares him to Osmond, you know, as a, as a striker, because he's the timing in the run. He has the clinical finishing. It's, it's, uh, and awareness to, to know, you know, he, he understands when Osmond puts his foot on the ball that now I go, you know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's a beautiful football goal. Yeah. Great finish by Taremi actually his first goal, uh, of the, uh, Asian Cup uh, opens the scoring. Obviously, you got a brace uh, in this game as well. But a little bit of um, sad news uh, is that Sadiq Muharami um, did get injured in this game. Yeah, and the news has now came out that he um, ruptured his uh, ACL, his anterior cruciate ligament, which puts him out for quite a long time. We don't want to uh, be too uh, speculative, but it could be for something maybe six to nine months you know these injuries are we've seen them for many years now in football and other sports as well and cruciate ligament injuries tend to be quite uh serious and and t- take a lot of time to to recover from uh so and you know i think moharami was playing very well in this game you know i thought he was having a great performance he had a he's had a good asian cup actually he's had a good performance in every game that he's played against palestine especially um, you know, and it's, it's it's sad to see him go off because I think what he gives us is is great pace on the wide areas, uh, good pace in recovery, defending, um, and also great quality, great great dribbler, great ball carrier. Um, you know, and uh, we we don't quite have that right now. I don't think Ramin is is a great ball carrier. He's a great technical player, but I wouldn't consider him a, a dribbler of the ball. I wouldn't consider. Like, Hoy Safiya dribble of the ball. Moharami was that. And unfortunately, we've lost that now in, in a fullback. Um, Benjamin, what do you make of this injury? Uh, you know, is it going to be a, a very serious one for us? Yeah, of course. It's it's uh, an ACL injury. It's always uh, uh, a big injury for a football player. It's it's uh, a long recovery time. I, I myself had one when I played. Uh, I, know, I know what it they go through it's devastating for a football player uh, because it's their life but uh, I wish him all the best in the recovery and he hopefully gets like the best help he can get and uh, for the national team now it's like we lost a player that's really important for the team uh, the team uh, what I have seen they, they stand by behind him and, and um, are good teammates because the, the spirit of the team seems really good of the pictures you can see like and yeah. On social media, but uh, they need to now focus on how they can uh, use the other players. You know, Ramin is not yeah. the same player. It's not the same player, but but we need to use his strengths in the upcoming games on a good way. Yeah, uh, you mentioned Ramin uh, Arya coming to you. Um, there was pictures shown of uh, teammates helping Ramin Azayan get uh, get ready. Uh, they were putting his shin guard on, someone tying his laces, someone taking his bib off. Uh, Arya, what did you make of that? You know, it's great team spirit. Yeah, as you mentioned, it's great team spirit. It's always something that you want to see. Uh, it shows that this team is, you know, with everything that's been going on with this team for the last few months or years, they're still unified, which is which is very important to see. Um, but speaking of Mohamed, I mean, like 
you guys have already said everything. I think it's a huge, huge blow. I mean, he's in the back right here. Unfortunately, he, he's not there anymore. But um, it's it, it, in my opinion, I don't think it could have happened to uh, a worse player first because, you know, in some way, yeah, we do have Rami Nazayon, which is fully capable of replacing Sadia Mohan. And, and we have Arya Yousefi as well. As we yeah. In this but at the same time, I think everyone is ex- or was expecting now that Sadir was the one starting against teams like Japan or Korea and such because I personally don't want to see Romin starting against those type of teams. I think Sadir is much more suited for that role, but we've lost that now, right? And um, one of my favorite phrases is we're just going to have to wait and see, really. There's nothing we can say or do because um, Romin is going to start every game. I don't think Arya Yusufi is going to even have a sniff at the <laughs> at any game, unfortunately. Again, but depends on injuries you know that that's the thing so I'm, I'm glad that we have a, a backup for that for that so yeah. moving on um a little bit on the uae you know they they, they didn't give a lot of pressure to, to us in the first half they were very passive uh didn't seem to want to get on the front foot but in the second half they kind of turned it on a little bit they came to life a bit more in the second half and um, it happened that we gave away a penalty, um, you know, from Kanani's um, uh, foul on uh, Yahya al Ghassani, who uh, obviously scored the last minute goal. But, you know, in that situation, you know, um, Arya, what do you make of, of Kanani uh, defending, giving away the penalty? If you guys have followed me on Twitter, and Arya, you know this. I'm Kanani's number one hater. I, I can't stand this guy, okay? He's, he's not good enough, man. He does a lot of silly mistakes. It's not his first time. It's not his last time. He's done it in the last Asian Cup. He's done it every time, right? And he's, I don't understand what Amir Ghanenoui sees in him that's so, like, viable for him to start. I don't get it. Listen, he's not, a, he's not the worst defender I've seen. But when you see that a guy like him, you know, is, is, is shaky at the back and he's making these sort of mistakes, why would you start him? Because... Again, like I said, we got away against the UAE. But if we do that against the bigger teams, it's not going to pass. I think it's unfair to say that he's not a good defender. I think he's a good defender. I think he has proven that, especially in our last qualification, he did have good performances. But what I will say with Kanoni is this season, he hasn't played a lot for Persepolis. He's been on the bench, you know. Um, he hasn't played a lot of football. So I, I think he does look a little bit rusty. Benjamin? Uh, yeah, uh, I, I analyzed the goal and like when I when I see the, the situation that um, be, happens before the penalty, it's like uh, you see Kanani and Ramin, they don't shift over well enough. You know, this, this goal can be prevented like five, six seconds earlier, but now they need to react on the danger. You know, yeah, it's I think, like I, the shift, I think... shifting over. I think you're right. It's not I think, good enough. I think you're right, and I'll, I'm sorry to cut you off there, but yeah. I think I think it's not just Canoni. I think it is the rest of the team. It's it's a team effort. This defensive, uh, you know, we have to make sure that as a team we're defending well, right? Exactly. So so if you if you have a, I, I took I don't know if I can I can share my screen. You can see in the in the picture like we have uh, Ramin and and Canoni uh, over here. It's like it's not tight enough in this situation. You can see the the rest of the team quite tight. You know it. It's like 10, 10 meters you can take here for the both guys, and and I think that uh, penalty situation would wouldn't never happened, to be honest, because it's like he needs to force himself in the run, 
to 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 reach the guy. Uh, this is too long of a distance. Like a, a football field is sixty meters, sixty-five meters in in the width, and uh, ten meters more from from the boat guys. I think this situation would be solved. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right in that. Um, you know, I I think, and, and this I is think... a small details like when you play the big teams. You know, yeah. uh, when you, you do this right, this situation's not does not occur. And I think I think that that's one of the, the kind of uh, issues that we have right now with, with Ramin is that we don't think he's quite quick enough to recover in defense. I think when Mohammed was very quick to recover and, and he got in, in, you know, he got close to his centre back or his Kanoniro Kaidas or whoever is playing, but you can see in that situation he's lagging behind. He's not in shape. So these are these are really important. That you know, hopefully, and they're working on it and, and training and making sure that yeah. they're, they're coming to cr across as a, as, a, as a unit. Um, let's move on uh, to uh, the next um, topic, which is the, the instant goal from Taremi. Uh, you know, straight away, a couple of minutes later, uh, from that situation, Taremi scores. Uh, great um, cut out by Osmond from the bad pass from the UAE defense. Uh, through ball and, and turning me first time finish into the roof of the net. Um, Aria, like you mentioned, it was a brilliant finish. Um, I would like to see more of that. I'm I'm very happy that Tarimi sort of woke up in that game. Uh, for the simple fact that is everything okay? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to speak about the um, barrel man save. Uh, let's come back to that for a second. Uh, sorry about that, Aria. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Obviously, uh, it was a penalty by VAR, and Pedro um, Van saved it. Uh, simple as that, you know. Uh, it re reminded us of the Ronaldo um, penalty against uh, uh, against Portugal in twenty eighteen World Cup. Great save, you know. Got, got down really early, um, you know. Put it put it in a safe area, and that's it. You know, there's nothing else you can really add about that. I thought it was a great save. Got you know reacted really early, um, and you know made us uh, stay in the game and, and as you're saying Arya go on uh, the goal happened yeah Tottenham scored uh, instant response a brilliant pass by Osmoon again what I was saying he's that type of sneaky guy I mean I don't think anyone was really expecting him to pass I think a lot of people were expecting him to shoot great pass to Tottenham who had a brilliant finish um, I'm, I'm very happy to see Tottenham back um, he wasn't really the best against Palestine he was okay Against Hong Kong, he was nowhere to really be seen. But to be fair, that was the whole team. Um, but yeah, instant response. Came back against UAE, had a brilliant game. And I hope that will now, you know, boost his confidence and such. Because, you know, on the topic of Taremi, he hasn't been the best this season, even at Porto. Uh, if, if, if that's because of external affairs and whatnot. I mean, there's the whole transfer rumor stuff that I don't think we should get into. But um, he hasn't been the best this season, I think it's fair to say. So it's it's always nice to see him have a really good game because it seems that nowadays it's pretty rare to see that, unfortunately. Yeah, as you mentioned, Taremi, um, you know, he could be away to Inter Milan in the summer. Uh, Benjamin, um, what did you make of the second goal? And also the penalty save by Baron Van. Uh, first of all, penalty save is always a penalty save for a goalkeeper. It's a, it's a big moment for it and it kept us in the game. It, it changed the, the dynamics of the game and... and um... When Taremi scored the second one, uh, it was a beautiful goal. He he shows what a what a great finisher he is. Like two types of finishing in this game. Uh, it's 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 for me really important that these these guys like Taremi 
creates creates uh, points in the game, scores goals, assists because he he's a threat, and and the longer you go in a tournament. He's gonna get more attention. It's gonna open up space for other players as well. Like uh, so, so, it's important that we have our key players scoring goals uh, because it's gonna, in the end, create space for other players as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was a good, great goal uh, to two nil, uh, and we moved on. We thought it was gonna be three nil um, at the time. Uh, Mohebi's goal was dis- disallowed by. A VAR for a foul. I mean, to be honest with you, if that's a foul, like you know, <laughs> I don't know. Like we're not playing a we're not playing a comp. Uh, you know, a, um, a, a sport that's got uh, contact in it. You know, it's like a non-contact sport nowadays. Uh, with that being as a as a foul, um, you know, situation like that where a player is running through, the player kind of stops and hits him. Um. Uh, I don't see how that can be a foul uh, in the rule book. That for me, that's not a foul. You know, if it if he was purposefully trying to get him out the way, then yes. But when it's a standing player and you run into him when you're in in full speed or when you're not really facing him, uh, to me, it's that's not a foul. Uh, I think the referees made a big mistake there, and they made a couple of mistakes in this game. To be fair, they made a couple of you know I think mistakes. I think the I think the I think the penalty was a penalty, but I, I think other than that, I think we did they did make some mistakes. But this one was a was wrong, was for sure wrong. Uh, Benjamin, any thoughts on that? Yeah, for me it's unbelievable how they dis- disallowed that goal. It's like when you when you see that even on the VAR, like I I can't understand how they, they disallowed it. You know, if 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 the situation would be in uh, different that the the UAA guy stand and our guy fall in that run. They would never give a penalty, never. So, so for me, it's not not a, a free kick either. So, so it's unbelievable. You can see Mohebi was was distraught. You know, he was begging the referee not to change it. Uh, Ario, what, I mean, it's a great goal, but what did you think of the off the off um, the foul given by the VAR? I think you guys have pretty much said anything. It wasn't a foul. I don't understand where the, the ref got that from. It was very very poor officiating. Feels bad for for Mohebi as well, who worked hard to get that goal. Um, he did grind a lot to get that. Um, I just hope we're not gonna see these types of things in future games, especially as you know we're we're getting into the knockout stages where you know stuff like this can cost us. Well, um, you know, Aria, you know, come back to um, the last Asian Cup in 2019. We played in Japan. There was a a goal, a penalty given for a handball on Purali Ganji. If you remember, he was falling over and his arm hit the, his hand hit the ball. And, and it, you know, he was basically trying to break his fall with his hand and the ball hit his hand as he was breaking his fall, which to me can never be given as a penalty. And actually, I asked about that same situation when I was on a referee course a good few years ago and I asked the, the, the course tutor, who's a, a professional referee himself, if that was a foul, and he said absolutely not. So there you go. I got. I tried to get a second opinion, and you know, you know, I don't think so. Hopefully, as you mentioned, these things don't uh, aren't uh, a big occurrence for us in the in the knockout stages. Um, but coming on to the to the, to the last thing I want to speak about in this game is the, obviously that last minute goal from Al Uh Again, again, poor defending as a unit. 
but also the one v one defending from Kanani. You know, he got he got too square. You know, uh, got he couldn't he wasn't defending side on. He wasn't really forcing the defender onto his weaker side. Um, he let him inside, and he scored a great goal. Uh, Arya. Yeah, it was it was poor defending. I was um I actually turned off the the game at that point because I had to go to school. But I saw the notification. I was like, oh oh wow, okay, they actually did score. And then I was rushing onto Twitter to see what goal it was. I was very disappointed. I mean, it was it wasn't great defending. Um, hopefully it gets rectified in, in future games because um I, I think Ben Alvin was very very distraught too when that happened. I was shouting on to the players. Uh, it's never a goal you want to see, and it never it's never a goal that you want to concede as a team. So, um, what else really is there to say? It was it was poor defending, and uh, unfortunately we see a lot of that nowadays with with Team Italy. Benjamin. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it, it's poor defending, and 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 this is these are the type of details. Like the, the longer you go in a tournament, this is this type of details you, you can't afford. You know, it's like uh, you, you play the the better teams in 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 the tournament. You maybe get one chance, two chances in the game, and and you, you're you can't allow one or two chances to the opponents. Yeah, I just want to say that I did predict us to, to win the game two one. I did say in the in the in the in the pre match spaces that we will concede a goal, and uh, we did concede, uh, which you know it was a uh, again and not it wasn't a great goal to concede, but luckily it was a, it was a last kick of the game, and that finished Iran uh, qualified for the second uh, round round of sixteen. They're going to play against Syria uh, on the thirty first of January seven p.m. local time in Qatar. Um, Syria, the team we played uh, twice in the last uh, World Cup qualification, uh, we beat them three one uh, nil at home, and I think it was three nil away from home. Um, a team who have only scored one goal in the Asian Cup against India in their last game. Uh, they won that game one nil. They lost one zero to Australia, and they drew uh zero zero with Uzbekistan. They finished third place in their group. Um, Benjamin, what do you make of this game? Uh, yeah, but if 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 I look at the, the last game against uh, UAA, I think like if if we can be consistent in the in 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 the game plan, uh, because I think the first half is good. I think the first half is good. The, the last game we can be consistent. Um, if we we can have a little bit more patience because I think a team like Syria obviously is gonna try to counter counterattack us in 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 a, in a game because they know that we are a strong team uh, when they know that we are one of the big teams in Asia. Um, because the second half for me, the last game is like we open up for a game that uh, creates a lot of energy wasting in runs. Um, but uh, if if we can be consistent in like. 70 75 minutes i think we're going to be 2 0 up until then uh, because we are we have better players i think uh, we are far way better team but we always know in tournaments you have a team like uh, syria in this case they they they, they want to disturb the the rhythm of the game they want to to create the counter attacks they want to get free kicks corners to 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 have the chance to to push up the team uh, we see that the last game like uh, when when we play good in the first half it's maybe one or two counters for UAA. I don't think they have a shot on goal. Um, so, so for me, it's about being cons- consistent in 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 the playing and not not like try to do the other things. You know, 
because sometimes it, it goes too fast. We, we, we don't have the patience to do a, to an, do a switch because we, when we switched UOA, we, we kill them. When we, when we lost the ball high, uh, we, we counter-pressed them and won the ball easily in the first half. Uh, so I think like working towards like develop the things uh, that worked good um, and, and of course take away the mistakes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Arya, you, have you been watching the Syria games? I've watched the, the India game. Um, yeah. And I mean, to, to be fair to Syria, right? Um, they're not a horrible team. We should be winning this game uh, relatively easy. Like Benjamin said, we need to be consistent. That's the most important part. I don't want this to be like a Hong Kong thing where we go out there and create two chances and then try to score something and then just set out the back for something. Um, I don't want that to happen. Um, Syria are missing Omar Al-Soma, uh, which is arguably their most important player. He hasn't been called up to the squad for whatever reason. Uh, they, they do have Omar Khabin, who actually doesn't even start the games. He starts on, on the bench for whatever reason. Again, very strange little selections from, from the manager. Um, um, other than that, I think it's a much weaker Syrian team that we faced in the past. So... I wouldn't worry too much, but again, when it comes to Team Ali, you always have to worry in some sort of way. So um, I'm expecting us to breeze through them relatively easy, but again, you have to be consistent and uh, obviously not to, to underestimate them, just like we did with Hong Kong, for example. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be a, an interesting. I think Syria is not a bad team in Asia. You know, they're not. They're not probably in the same levels like UAE, for example. You know, we a team that we should beat, but. You never know. You know, we've had bad performances, I'm sure, against Syria in the past, and uh, it could happen again. And, and uh, actually, in the last uh, uh, time we played it in the round of 16, we played against Oman in 2019 Asian Cup. And uh, if you remember, Majid Hossein gave away a penalty, won the game, but it was a very close game. It, was a, it, wasn't, it wasn't a comfortable win for Iran. So um, we have to be uh, ready to play and also Canon he will be suspended for this game as well. So <laughs> um was uh, giving him giving all that. But the the reality is um you know Magic Hossein is also injured. So uh, you know who do we play defense? You know is it gonna be uh, someone of someone Fallah? Is it gonna be Ruzbe Cheshmi with Khalid Zadeh in defense uh, if Majid can't get fit for this game and I'm not comfortable with Cheshmi in defense alongside Khalil Zadeh, personally, I, I, I want to see the same lineup against the UAE. Obviously, Moharami can't play, so Ramin will, will naturally replace him. Kanani being suspended, another change in defense is not what you want. You know, you, you know, as you know, Benjamin, from, from coaching experience, you don't want to change too many in the defense. But we have to. We're forced to do this. Injuries and suspensions. So, Ramin comes in. Who comes in for... for um? Or uh, Kanoni, Benjamin, who do you think should start? Um, I think uh, I think Chesmi is going to play. I think that looks good. It, it's the easy is it's the easy way out for a coach. You know, he's more experienced. Uh, I, I I think it that's going to be uh, the 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 option Ralanoi chooses. Uh, maybe it's not the best option, but I think he's going to go for like you know he has been in a World Cup. He has been uh, he's more experienced. Uh, so I, I think um, that's going to be in his favor to start in this game. Yeah, you know, we saw him go there uh, in, in the Hong Kong game in, in defense. Um, you know, for me, 
I just don't think he has the pace to play in defense. I don't think he has a place to play in, mid, in, in in midfield either. I don't think he has a pace to play anywhere in, in on a on a pitch in on, in football. But unfortunately, he's been he's in the squad and and he you know he's one of the options to play at centre back. Someone Falla, Arya. I don't know if you know much too much about him. Would you play him? Yeah, I know him a lot. I'm I'm excited. He's a good talent, young talent. He, I I wouldn't mind watching Falla play. I don't think he's going to play. I think it's going to be Cheshmi. I think everyone's expecting that. But it would be cool. I mean, I, you know, we've, we've had this whole rant about why Meranoi doesn't play his youngsters. But like at this point, why even call up, you know, players like Yusufi and Fala if you're not going to play them? Even against teams like Hong Kong's and such, right? Um, obviously, Asbavi is not even in the squad. Um, that's very controversial. Or you know more than me. Yeah. Um, Seen Fala play at all? I would love to see him play for a few minutes, but I realistically, I don't think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Well, I think again, it, it it comes back to he shot himself in the foot with the squad because again, look at the squad. We had um, an injury to Majid Hosseini, you know, so automatically we need to play Cheshmi in defense. So that means we have now four center backs. You know, yes, Cheshmi can be a four, but now we've only got three center midfielders. You know, because now we've only got Omid Ebrahim on the bench. If if someone gets injured, or if Ezatullah gets injured, Omid Ebrahim comes on. We've got no one on the bench to play midfield. You know, so it's like numerically this squad, especially in terms of uh, midfielders, was completely wrong. Like he should have called up an Ali Karimi just in case, because now we only have again three midfielders. You know, one of them is a thirty-six-year-old guy who may get injured, for exit, for instance. So numerically, this the call-up list was really bad in that sense, and also the fact, as you mentioned, you could have you could have called up an, uh, a fifth centre back rather than calling up Asadi, for instance. You could have called up Hasbavi rather than Asadi, and now you've got an, an extra player, and then you don't have to play Cheshmi in defence. You keep him as a midfielder, you know, if you need him in midfield. So I think it was just a completely wrong numerical decision when it was when the when the coaching staff chose a squad, and now it's proving itself. And I and I was and I was going on about it for 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 a long time when the when the squad got announced that this could happen, and it's happening. So you know, this shows a lack of experience by the coaching staff. Big lack of experience, um, and they didn't they didn't they know they have to. Deal with the, the the issues of that. Um, predictions, guys, for this game, Aria. Uh, against Syria, I think um, I think it'll be two nil, three nil. I would say. Benjamin, I say two nil. I'm gonna stick with two one again. Uh, I think we will concede a goal. I don't see us comfortably getting through this game without conceding, especially, again, with the change in defence. I think we will concede, but I think, yeah, I think two or two, three goals, I think we will score as well. Uh, I think Osman and Tarimi look in good form right now. Um, okay, so that's the, the second round. Uh, what happens going forward if Iran do win, hoping Iran do win? Uh, in the other uh, side of things, uh, we have, um, obviously, Japan, against Bahrain, whoever wins that game, looking like, like to be Japan most likely, Iran will play Japan in the quarterfinals. You know, we thought it was going to be South Korea, but South Korea 
didn't do too well and they're on the other side of the of the um of the pyramid or of the uh the knockout stages um japan is now the team that we're going to face in the quarterfinals we already knew we were going to face a, a good team in the quarterfinals we were going to get japan rather than south korea um benjamin any thoughts on that yeah as i said you you, you always face a good team in the quarterfinals and and um uh, i thought as well as it that it would be south korea but japan like and south korea is quite quite uh, quite even teams uh, not form wise at at the moment but uh, in playing styles uh, quite uh, quite similar teams uh, i think uh, it's going to be a tough game you know in, in these type of games you, you you can't do these small small mistakes that we we do because it can uh, punish that you can be punished so easily in these type of games because they have a lot of quality in the team. Arya, obviously, you've got a connection to Japan yourself. You've been there. Um, also, uh, South Korea, you know, they did really poorly against Malaysia. I mean, 3-3, three, three, you know. Um, but we're getting Japan now. Uh, what do you think of uh, of that game? If we May- play them, obviously. Yeah. They might, it might be Bahrain. You never know. Could be Bahrain. Mm-hmm. You never know. Listen... I mean, if we face Bahrain, then it's good, right? Um, but in the case that we do face Japan, which we probably will, unfortunately, I think that's going to be at the end of our, our journey. Um, Why does it have to be Japan? I don't know why. Like, why does it have to be Japan? Like, out of all the countries, why does it have to be the best one? To be fair to, to us, Japan, I mean, they, I've watched all three of the games. They haven't been, like, as dominant as I think everyone expected them to be. They struggled against Vietnam. They struggled, well, they lost against Iraq. And in that last game against, there was Indonesia, they did concede a goal. Uh, Moriyasu has a, a lot of a lot of blood in his hands for his squad selection. The Japanese football fans are not happy with his selection. They've got a weak point, and the weak point is their goalkeeper. And their defense has been shaky too. Uh, the way Iraq scored against the Japan was uh, using uh, headers. That's how uh, Eamon Hussein got his goals. So we're the tallest team. That's a that's a fact. We're the tallest team at the tournament. So if we can use some headers, you know, maybe we can get past past Japan. Um, I'm looking at players like Osmoon. These are the type of guys that are gonna have to step up, man, or the defenders too. Um, yeah. It's 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 all it's all uh it's it's all gonna be down to tactics at the end of the day which i don't think we have <laughs> yeah so yeah so obviously that's that's the quarterfinal if we do get there um the other side of things on our side of the bracket is uh qatar against palestine uzbekistan against thailand so if we do get to the semi-finals uh, we will play one of those four teams uh anyone have any thoughts that could who, who could it who could it be if we get to the semi-final anyone thinks uh just now, if you can pick somebody, Qatar, Palestine, Uzbekistan, Thailand, Benjamin, Arya. Arya, go on. Oh, um, Thailand's been pretty decent. Uh, they, by the way, for everyone who doesn't know, they even they had like five days of training up until the Asian Cup. They had a horrible like start of like pre, I guess you can say camp. They've had a lot of stuff going wrong for them, but they've actually been very solid in this Asian Cup. Uzbekistan's been a little bit less good than I expected, but obviously they have their best player out. Qatar's been really good, man. Qatar's been really, really good. They showed some some good strengths. And the other team, as you said, Palestine, which we did beat. Who are we going to be facing? It's a very, it's a very interesting question. 
I, w- I would say Qatar. I think it's probably going to be Qatar, in my opinion. Them or Uzbekistan. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin? Yeah, the same as Aria. I think it's going to be Qatar. Uh, with the home advantage and everything. I-, I think Uzbekistan look like a very strong team, though. Personally, I think they look very good. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> Let's not get too, head too far ahead of ourselves. Moving on to fan questions. Uh, we've got quite a lot of fan questions. We'll go through as many as we can. We answered quite a lot of them, so we won't go through all of them, but we'll try to get as many as we can. We've got one question um, uh, here uh, from uh, Twitter. It comes from at uh, Conscious Flesh. He asks, uh, considering uh, Romin's poor defensive positioning, as you mentioned, uh, Benjamin, uh, should we consider playing Salman Godus as right-back, which he has been playing for Brentford, when uh, we are the defensive, I, honestly, absolutely not. Because the reality is, the only reason why our midfield is functioning right now, and we didn't really speak about someone too much, but we come on to him really briefly now if you want. Someone played really well in this game, he was great, he had a really good performance, controlled the midfield, so did side. We didn't really speak about him either. Both of them played really well. They, you know, I thought they had a great game, simple as that, and made really no mistakes in this game. Um, both someone on side, um, and I think the only reason why our our midfield is functioning is because of someone. Without him in the midfield, we're you know we're bad. I'm gonna use a bad word. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the reality is, I don't think we have anyone else to come in for someone. Omid Ebrahimi, he looked very leggy. Put it that way. At the end of the game against UAE, you can see he's 36 years old. He looks good on the ball. Good passing, but it looks leggy. It doesn't look like he's going to run for us for 19 minutes like he did against Morocco, for example. Uh, Benjamin? I totally agree with you. I I, I have followed, obviously, Salman since he, he played in Sweden for, for Sweden, a long yeah. time. Uh, um, and and the thing Salman brings to the table in the team early now, uh, especially on the midfield, is is something that we, have, we haven't really had for a long time. Uh, if, if you see the build-up game, how he moves... And which spaces he occupies in the game, he, he he brings something to the table that we can progress on in the game. You know what I mean? Because the, I think we have always had good midfielders, like in a specific uh, action. Maybe we have the, the runners, or we have a passer. But like uh, someone can do a little bit of everything, and he's really comfortable with the ball. Uh, and and uh, if if you're gonna play a, a team that's gonna press us, and and especially when we have Ramin in, in in the right back, we need a player like Godos because you, you can't go and play against a team that press us and and just throw the ball away in 90 minutes. You need to have players that can can want uh, want to have the ball centrally, especially so we can progress with with the game. So so for me, uh, someone needs to play uh, central in the midfield. Well. To be fair, we haven't actually answered all these questions that I've got here. As I can see, there's one question we haven't answered, and it's from at mentality underscore yt. Do you guys like Gormasabzi or, or Gaime? <laughs> uh, personally, I like Gaime. Aria? 110% Gormasabzi. No 110. chance. Uh, 100%. Benj- Benjamin? I'm a Gormasabzi guy. No, you guys are completely off your heads. <laughs> Gaime is the best. Okay, let's end the podcast there. I really appreciate all the fan questions. Remember, we will do uh, live spaces before and after the game on Twitter or on X. Um, we will uh, obviously update you on that. Uh, make sure um, you're, you're following us on Twitter uh, or X again, uh, Instagram, Facebook, 
Uh, we're also on other uh, podcast platforms. We're on YouTube, of course, if you want to want to watch the video. We're also on Spotify, iTunes, uh, Apple Podcast, of course, or uh, other ones like Google Podcasts, Amazon uh, Music. Um, so please, if you have these uh, platforms, be sure to follow us. Our website is globalzampodcast.com. Guys, I really appreciate your time. Uh, Benjamin, thanks a lot for coming on your first episode. Um, hopefully, you'll see you again. Thanks a lot for coming on. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Arya, uh, good to have you back on again. Hopefully, we'll see you on the episode again soon. Yep, thank you so much for having me. Prayers up for my boy, Mohan Rami. And yeah. Nice one. Uh, appreciate it, guys. We'll see you guys very soon. Take care. Hi, my name is Mansu Chojoy. You are listening to Gold Bazan Podcast.